Welcome to the Branding with Video podcast, your one-stop shop to take your brand to the next level. If you're ready to learn the best tips and tricks in the industry to dominate your brand and become legendary, you've come to the right place. So strap in, listen up, and let's do this. It is so incredibly easy to win in the world today. If you just put in the right effort in the right places, you can absolutely dominate. Problem is there's three big hurdles to winning in your life, and if you don't overcome them, you're never going to succeed. My name is Zach Mitchum, and my business partner and I, Evan Carmichael, work with some of the top entrepreneurs, thought leaders, educators on YouTube. And I've learned a lot from them over the years. One of the things that I've really learned recently is that there are three big things that get in our way from actually being successful and actually doing the things that are important to us in our lives. And the first big hurdle is that you're playing small, but you think that you're playing big. When I think about my business, when I think about all of the things that I've been able to do with YouTube consulting and strategy, I honestly don't know how I've ended up here. It's been divine intervention. It's been accidentally on purpose. There's been so many things outside of my control, even though I was showing up and and doing the work. But what I've come to realize is that while I thought I was operating at a 6 out of 10 or a 7 out of 10. I never thought I was operating at an 8 or 9 or 10 out of 10. I always thought that I was operating higher than I was. Alex Hermosi quoted this statistic that there are three common traits among all high-performing people. Number one is that they have a superiority complex. They believe that they are better than others in some way, which I absolutely do. I'm not saying this to be you know, pompous or to toot my own horn, but I do feel like I am so much better than so many people. That is coupled with the second characteristic, which is crippling insecurity. So while I think I'm so much better than many people, anytime I see someone that's better than me in anything, which everyone is better than me at something, I am so insecure that they're better than me at that thing. And so, so it's this balance of extremes where on one hand, you feel like you're operating at the highest level. You deserve so much more but you're also crippled by the insecurity of not being as good as other people. And it's a very, very weird feeling, but it's something that I feel on a daily basis. The third thing that he talks about is that they have impulse control, which as someone who has ADHD and ASD, this is something that I'm really struggling with, where again, balance of extremes. ADHD is I'm everywhere and there is no impulse control. ASD is we only focus on one thing at a time and I have all the impulse control. So it's this pull of extremes. And so for you, looking at how you're operating, how you are showing up in life, I guarantee you, you think that you're operating at a five, six, seven, maybe an eight, maybe you're you're more generous in your rating than I am. But when you think about it, how many of the important things are you showing up every single day and operating at a high level on, focusing on, controlling that impulse, believing that you're actually better than most people at that thing, or working until you have so much proof that you know they are better than other people at that thing. I know that for what I do, I'm so much better than 99% of people uh, that are doing this thing, but the problem is I'm still super insecure. And so when I see someone that's better than me, I feel like I'm so much worse. And so some of the time that leads me to kind of coast, which is what I've been doing lately. One of the interviews that I listened to recently was Chris Williamson and David Goggins. And you cannot tell me that after listening to that, you don't feel like you're not doing enough. I'll link that in the description below. But the amount of work that David Goggins puts in and just the fierceness of his physical fortitude is absolutely insane. So I absolutely loved that episode and I learned that, hey, I'm not actually doing enough hard things. I power lift, you know, I, I play with my kids, try to get a good night's sleep. I try to do the best I can at work. But I feel like overall I've been operating at a 3 out of 10 because my workouts could be so much better. I could have a more singular focus on whatever task I'm actually working on at the time. I could be sending out those video outreach messages or keeping in touch with my clients better or so many other things. I I really feel like I'm not even close to a 6 out of 10. I am a 3 out of 10 and my goal this year is to get to a 6 out of 10 which is going to be an incredible amount of work. 
but I'm operating at a much lower level than I thought it was. I want you to take a look at your life, your business, your side hustle, your career, your family life, your weightlifting, your health, whatever it is. Be honest with yourself. What level are you actually operating at? Are you showing up every single day? Are you giving it 110%? Are you really doing what you think you can be? And I don't think you need to be at a 10 out of 10. I think 99% of people will never live their life at a 10 out of 10. I don't know if I'll ever get there, but for me, living at a three out of 10 is not acceptable. It's absolutely not. And so if you want to succeed this year, if you want to be able to master your life, you need to operate at a higher level than you are. And a three out of 10, my score is not sufficient by any regard. Now, the second hurdle that you have is not focusing on the small handful of things that are actually moving the needle for you. I know as someone with ADHD, my focus can be everywhere. I can think about new camera equipment that I want or better barefoot shoes, toe shoes, better powerlifting, you know, things for my kids, my wife. There's so many things that my brain can think about, but almost always there is a singular thing, if not two things that I can really focus on for any given task to get better at the the thing that I really need to do. And, you know, I, for my business, focusing on being the best in the world at, you know, YouTube strategy consulting, perfect. Sending videos to keep in touch with clients, you know, outreach to new clients, certain activities that I need to do there on a daily basis. If I focused on those two, my business would double in the next six months. It really would, but I've allowed myself to focus on things that don't matter, things that are outside of that. I would love for this podcast to absolutely blow up and become something that's, you know, substantial. Will it get there? Absolutely. Do I need to show up and create content like this every week? No, I really don't. This is not the moneymaker for me. This is not the thing that is driving my success in life. I do love this. This is a passion project for me. This is something I want to share my wisdom and knowledge with you, things that most people pay for. That said, it's it's just something I love to do. And so if I stop this and I never did it again, it might actually help my business. But my personal brand, my personal message, my personal mission of helping those with a message become known and those who are known to become legendary wouldn't be complete because that first part, helping those with a message to become known, if you're not known yet, you're not getting paid for what you're doing. You're not to the point where you could afford my services, where it's providing for you or your family. It's two halves of this mission. And for me, creating this content fulfills that first part of this mission to help you, whoever you are to ha that has a message that needs to be shared, which I believe almost every single one of us does. I want you to get it out there. And I know you can't afford to hire me. And so this content is to help you to go from having that message and not knowing what to do with it to getting it out to enough people that people know you and start to recognize you and want to hear your position or your opinion on things. Now, my actual business, the thing that, you know, pays the bills, the thing that allows me to do all these things that is taking those who are already known and making them legendary, which again, I need to focus equally, if not more so on that part of the mission so that I can continue to do the first part of the mission. So it all hooks together and I need all of it, but... If I don't have the second part where I'm really focusing on growing, the second part can't exist because I'm too focused and too stressed on maybe going to get a job, which I wouldn't do. But, you know, the things that come with stress of not having the income in, which doesn't allow me to do all the things that I want to do. And so there's one or two things that I really need to focus on to build the business. Sometimes I let myself get distracted. Don't get distracted. Have that one or two priorities for each thing. For my wife and kids, spending 10 or 15 minutes a day purposefully focused on them, quality time, spending 10 or 15 minutes with my wife and kids each day. If I was to do that, everything else would fall into place. That We could have our good moments, we could have our bad moments, but if I'm purposeful in every single day spending 15 minutes with them. So over a week, you know, a little over two hours with each of them 
I hope you've gotten value out of the show today. If you have, it would mean the world to me if you would share the show with a friend. Podcasts are notoriously hard to grow, and word of mouth is actually the way that they grow the fastest. So if you could take a second and text this to a friend or family member, someone who needs this, I would really appreciate it. One-on-one, really focused on them, really in-depth. That builds a base or a you know, the foundation of a relationship that can handle the ups and downs, that can handle all the things that life throws at it. There's 27 other things that I could do, buy my wife flowers or, you know, take my kids to the park or different things like that. But what is the one thing that if you did every single day would make all the difference in the world? Make it something easy, something that you can do. Maybe it takes a little effort, but not so much that you couldn't do it every single day. And if you have those things, make those the priorities, make those the focus, have 10 habits that you do every single day and place those activities in there and watch your business grow, watch your personal life flourish, watch your relationship with your kids and your friends and you know your hobbies, whatever it is, watch it grow and become the thing that you want it to be. There's a favorite quote of mine and I don't know who actually said it, but it's essentially that you can be and do and have whatever you want, but you can't have everything you want. Focus. What is the focus? What is the thing that you're going to do? And there's, you know, the 80-20 rule. And I really believe in the 95-5 rule. There's a 5% of things that give you 95% of the results. Maybe it's a 90-10 rule, but I do think it's more than 80-20. And if, if you find that one or two things, you're going to be super successful. You don't have to do a crazy amount of work, crazy amount of effort. You just need to know what those priorities are and make sure you do them every single day. This is not me preaching to you. This is not me standing up on my soapbox. This is telling me what I wish I understood sooner. And I say understood and not know because I've known this my entire life. I've been told since I was a kid, you need structure. You need a schedule. You need something that keeps you on track. You would do great in the military. I really wouldn't. But the regimen and the strictness and the you know repeating of tasks every single day is something that I have a really, really hard time with. The thing is, that is what I need more than anything else in the world. If I will do these few things every single day, which is something that Evan's been very adamant of working on with me, it's changed my life. It has absolutely transformed everything in my life. And it's gotten me to a point where I realize I am operating at a 3 out of 10 and not a 6 or 7 out of 10 because I see with the little effort that I've put in how much results have come from that. And I have really just been floundering around and coasting and not putting in the work even though it doesn't really take that much work. One of the things that David Goggins said in that interview that I mentioned was that it is so easy to win in today's world because people are soft. And I was a little offended by that because I have been soft and I don't like that. And so the commitment for the rest of this year is to step it up 10 notches. I want to go from that three out of 10 to that six out of 10. Don't get distracted know what your priorities are, set them up, do them every day, whether it's three priorities, five or 10, make sure you can do them every day and you do focus on those few things so you can have the success that you want in your life. The third thing that's keeping you from mastering your life this year is your fear of discomfort. As humans, we don't like to be uncomfortable. We don't like pain we don't like things that hurt. We don't like things that put us in positions we don't wanna be in. Problem is, If you don't choose your heart, you don't choose your pain, your heart or your pain will choose you. And I would much rather go into the gym and lift heavy weights and have my body hurt from lifting 500 pounds for reps than have aches and pains from not being able to stand up when I'm in my 50s or 60s or, you know, having inabilities to actually play with 
my kids or my grandkids or whatever it ends up being. You need to choose your heart. So right now, what is your heart? Are you choosing to do hard things every day? Are you choosing to push yourself a little bit? My wife got me a weighted vest for Christmas and I absolutely love it. It goes up to 60 pounds and there's even a 90 pound version. I was like, oh man, I should have got the 90 pound. I put on the 60 pound vest, fully weighted. I was like, there's no way I can weigh this or wear this. There's just no way. And so I emptied it down to 20 pounds and I wore that for quite a while and I would slowly add one here and there. Finally got up to like 30, 35 pounds and I, you know, watched the interview with David Goggins and obviously wanted to up and increase the amount of resistance that I was going against. And I realized that I've been a pansy. I've been someone who has been running away from discomfort. And so I loaded up that vest and I've been using it at a much heavier weight. Um, you know, I had my kids soccer game and instead of throwing on a coat, I sat there and I shivered and I, I chose something hard to do that day. And you don't, don't need your entire day to be hard. It doesn't need to be that life sucks and life is stressful. But I do believe that you should do one thing that makes you uncomfortable every single day. Maybe that's recording a video and posting it to YouTube. Maybe that is doing a cold call or a presentation or speaking in front of a lot of people. But one thing I do know is you need to choose something hard every single day. You need to do something that's uncomfortable. You need to do something that your older self, your wiser self will thank you for. You have to push yourself to your limits. Otherwise, your limits will be very, very low. And right now, I couldn't agree more than ever. People are soft. People are lazy. People are not working as hard as they should. And again, this isn't me preaching on my soapbox. This is me talking to me. This is me wishing I understand this sooner. I, I don't know about lazy, but... I w was doing busy work for the sake of being busy. I was trying to feel like I was being productive when I wasn't. I was doing nine things that didn't really matter instead of the one thing that actually did. I wasn't focusing on simplicity and attacking it with 100%. I wasn't choosing my heart and my heart was choosing me. And that heart was being really disoriented throughout the day, not really knowing what was going on, what was getting done, if anything was getting done, questioning myself and whether I would ever make it to any of my goals. And it's hard. That heart is a heart I don't want to choose. I want to choose what my heart is so that when I do that thing, I know it's actually producing the results that I want. And life is not about getting to your goals. I used to think that there was this destination, there was this place that I could end up. And, you know, I realized through, you know, mentors and listening to other people, you know, Stephen Bartlett being one of them, he said when he finally, and he accomplished his goals at a very young age, the place that he thought he wanted to be in the chaos that it caused within him was so much that he just was done. He's like, I can't do this. He had to create chaos to have the stability that he was after. And so when you reach that goal, you're setting a new goal. You're setting something else to go for. And I don't love that mindset of, okay, cool. I have a goal. I've reached it now onto the next thing. What I like better and what I'm learning to like better is to love the process. What is it you're doing on a daily basis that's going to get you to the goal, but you've been able to design a day that you love, that you get to live over and over because of all the amazing things that you're working towards because of the mission you're on. What is your mission? My mission is to help those with a message to become known and those who are known to become legendary. That helps me define how my day goes. I spend time with clients because I'm helping them to become legendary. I spend time creating content because I want those with a message to become known. I spend time helping and hopping on calls with people that may or may not ever become a client because I want to help because that helps me with my mission. I spend time with my kids because I know when they get older, they're going to have a message and they're going to be known and they'll probably be much more legendary than I ever will be. And that's something that means 
means the world to me. I'm doing this not just for me. I'm doing this for everyone who resonates with that mission, who needs that help. My family, my friends, people I don't know. I know what my mission is. And so that allows me to choose this heart. It allows me to choose the things in my day, each and every day, at least one thing that I do not want to do, that I have to do. In fact, this morning I started my day with the thing that I did not want to do. And it made the day so much easier. I felt productive immediately. Six o'clock in the morning, I already felt like I, I conquered the day. Obviously, I still have a lot of things to do, but I felt accomplished because I got that hard thing out of the way. That was one of the main things that was driving success in my business. So choose your heart. Figure out the things that you need to do. Don't be soft. It's easy to be complacent. It's easy to feel comfortable with your circumstances. And if you're at the place you want to be in your life and that's where you want to stay, that's fine. That is for you. That is, you've made it. You, you don't need to be watching this video. But if you feel like there's more, if you feel like you still have time left in your journey and you want to get to a different place, this video is for you. My advice is to choose your hard and to choose it every single day so it doesn't choose you. Because I guarantee you, you will not like it if your hard chooses you. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already listened to some of the past episodes, I wanted to give you a couple of options. So here are a couple of guest episodes that you might like. On episode one, we learned how Sev grew to 1.1 million followers on TikTok. Episode three, how to make money streaming on Amazon Live. Episode five, we learned how Chris Doe grew to 2 million subscribers and what he would do if he were starting over in 2022. Episode seven is how an 18-year-old built a five-figure a month business on TikTok. And episode nine is how to grow and monetize your podcast. I hope one of those sounded interesting to you. If they did, I'll see you in the next episode. If not, make sure to go to the show notes and connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know who my next guest should be.